This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Welcome to the Bayside Bubble. I'm Kate Harvey. And I am Marie Lacey. And together we are going to bring you, our Bayside listeners, fun and happy stories about people living here in our wonderful community of Bayside. This podcast would not be possible without our incredible sponsors, Chisholm Constructions and Buxton Real Estate. So get on board and share the bubble love. Welcome back, Bayside,ers to the Bayside Bubble. Hi, Marie. Hello, Kitty Cat. Here we are back again. So last week we spoke to Mayor Laurie Evans, and wow, he he has a tale or two to tell, doesn't he? He certainly does. He loves a bit of a chat, doesn't he? Mm. But what I do think about Laurie is, upon reflection of our chat, upon reflection, upon reflection, which I do reflect a lot, is that I can't believe he has served four times as mayor. Mm. That's a big commitment. It's a massive commitment. So people, whether you love him, hate him. He's done a great job serving the community. Yes. And what I like about it, and we've discussed this off air, is that he has would have seen some enormous changes in local government, as he said, and he, he's not stuck in his ways. He's looking at making Bayside the best for Baysiders in the modern environment. Agree. And also now that the wards have changed, mm-hmm. you know, he talked about getting the seven councillors on board and, and listening to what they want. Mm-hmm. So it's a collaborative approach. Yes. Um, and I think... That's what it should be about. Yeah. Working together. Yep. I agree. Awesome. The, the end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so um one thirty it is now, Friday. We've just had a listen to Dan with his pressy and uh, we are back in lockdown as of eleven fifty nine this evening. How are you feeling about it? Mm. I, if I tell you I'm about to go out and buy a lot of chocolate mm. and I'm very grateful I have a lot of wine and rose and gin at home. Yes. That's how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, I totally concur. Mm, mm. Anyway, so we were very lucky to have gone away last weekend. Now even luckier than we thought we were I know, last weekend, I right? Know. So last weekend we embarked on a weekend away in Dalesford in Hepburn Springs with Basque Retreats, we which did. was um, a local business that we decided to support. And it was Tracy's, who's the founder of Basque Retreats, her inaugural Weekend Away, which was self-healing, meditation and yoga. It did, and they had a lovely crew of people. So shout out to Deanna Anna and Yvette and Viv and Georgie and Tracy, who really, really took care of us the whole weekend. And I think I, we all really stressed about not putting our plates away in the dishwasher. They wouldn't let us. And that was the most stressful thing of the weekend. <laughs> I know. I know. So there was 11 women sitting around a table um, for breakfast and dinner, and then they had yoga in the morning. So it was a very relaxing, calming weekend. And what we loved about it was the 11 women, including us, we're from all walks of life mm. and they're for different reasons. Mm. So you could do whatever you wanted to do with the weekend, just empowering women that, you know, really supported each other. Correct. And we empowered ourselves to drink and eat a lot. Oh, that's right. And that's why we like the bus retreat. So because you could eat, but you could also have a glass or two of mm-hmm. vino, which mm-hmm. we enjoyed. We did. And Viv made those mocktails. That pina colada on the last night was to die for. And no alcohol in the pina colada. But That's you, why I've called it a mocktail. I understand that. But I tell, thanks for that. But um, <laughs> with the mocktail thought, no. you, you would thought it would have been a cocktail. Correct. 
I'm not going. I'm not going. I see where you went there. I'm not going. <laughs> we'll just say tail. <laughs> a, a tail with alcohol. Yeah, I'm not trying to mock you. Oh, oh sorry, Dad. Poor joke. listeners are going to be introduced to your sense of humour more and more. Sorry, and I cocked up there. Oh. Anyway, we move on. So it was a great weekend. And it was, apart from your nerdy runs. Oh, so yes, there was a lady called Adrienne who was um, a lovely lady who saw me a couple of times when I came out of the shower and bath. So out of the four days, I had two showers. <laughs> I, didn't, I decided I didn't want to shower. But anyway, the days that I decided to, she saw me running out of the bath with not much on. So we laughed about that. Well, but, you did. Well, She's still well, recovering. <laughs> she probably is. <laughs> she probably is still recovering. But, yes, it was a great weekend, lots of fun, lots of relaxation. We did a great walk too. We did. That was one of the best walks I've done in a long time. I loved that walk. It was. It was a two-hour walk and we did time it well because the weekend weather-wise was crappy. It was cold and rainy, but the time that we did decide to go for a walk, of course we looked at bomb, but when we did decide to go, the sun came out, we had, you know, short sleeve tops on. Yeah, walking out oh, in the wilderness. It was beautiful. It was lovely. Um, and for all of the listeners who aren't as obsessed with BOM as we are, BOM is the Bureau of Meteorology and their app runs our life. And it's it? the BOM. <laughs> it is the BOM. It, it is, is the BOM. <laughs> <laughs> Another joke. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Um, so the thing is now that we don't have any trips booked and I'm feeling stressed about that and I know there's a term about it. Oh, I, th- what, what? I, have n- I remember there is a term. I cannot no my travel head. phobia or something. I think it's probably is just <laughs> let's go no, with that. No bags packed phobia. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That'll do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did get that weekend yes. in now. So yes. five day lockdown um, at the minimum, and it's just yes. it's just hard to get our heads into that surreal feeling again that we are locked down. You know, and you think about all the people over in the UK and you know Ireland and the, the US. But I think Melbournes have probably done it the toughest in the world. I'd like to just give us that. Oh, for sure we That have. badge of honour. We have. Yeah. And actually it was funny last week at the retreat, I bought a new mask, a, a new reusable mask to match the summer, spring clothes that Collection. I wear. Correct. <laughs> so it's starting to become a bit of a fashion statement for me. Well, I'm glad you bought a, a beautiful fashion mask because I just buy the ones from the $2 shop and off I go. I do like a pretty mask though. I do have well, one or two. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So that's just that mine's better quality than a crap you wear. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Ouch. There's no way to go from that. No, not really. No. Except to say, let's talk or travel stories then. Okay, we can talk travel mm. story. So I think what we should do today is talk about you have one story, I have one. Okay. Um, mine is more that sliding doors, one in a million travel All right. story. All right. So do you want me to start with mine? I'd love you to start with yours. Okay. So many, many years ago, I was living in London and I decided to go traveling to Egypt and Israel. And at the time, we didn't have the ability to you know, jump on a mobile phone because there was no mobile phone. We only had letters. Or the reverse call. Remember those years? Where oh, my God. <laughs> I almost bankrupted my parents with reverse calls. <laughs> I think I did as well. So I gave a call to mum to say that I was going to Egypt and Israel for eight weeks and she couldn't contact me. And in that conversation, she said to me, oh, your next door neighbour, Leanne, who is an archaeologist, is in Egypt at the moment. And she's met an Egyptian man who's her fiancé. I went, oh, Fantastic. You should meet up with her, Marie. <laughs> sure. So there's billions sure, and millions of people in uh, Egypt and there's 12 million in Cairo at the time. So I said, Mum, I don't think of her. How am I going to contact her? I'll leave it. Off I go. I pack back around uh, Egypt and Israel and I'm with another friend, Lisa, and we also meet two New Zealand girls. So we meet them. We're travelling around the Red Sea 
and we get to the Red Sea. And at the time, we decided to go snorkeling on our last day. And that night, we booked a trip back to Cairo from the Red Sea, which is about 16 hours, back to Cairo overnight on the bus. So off we go. On your trip? On the trip down to the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. We are deciding to snorkel. And at the time, you had to pass in your passport as a down payment for your snorkeling gear. (laughs) Times have changed. Times have changed. Why would you give your passport to anyone now? But that's what we did. So we handed our passport in, went on a massive day, beautiful day, incredible fish and coral reefs. It was just beautiful. Came back, decided it was about six o'clock, pass our high gear in, and he says to me, the guy behind the counter says, hey, here's your passport. Um, you must be from Parkdale, Victoria. So that's where I used to live. I said, hmm, interesting. In my mind, I went, how do you know I come from mm-hmm. Parkdale? Mm-hmm. So then he says to me, hey, would you mind, I know you're going to Cairo tonight, would you mind taking this letter to post from Cairo? Because if you post it in the Red Sea, it takes three days to get to Cairo. So if you get in the bus, you can put it in the post when you get there. Sure, I can do that. So he was just joking about the Parkdale. He didn't know. He, he, he was just. He just said Parkdale. I'm thinking that's a bit unusual. Sure, you know? sure. So, you know, I, I sort of just let that go through to the keeper. But then he passes me the envelope and I look at the front of the envelope and it's addressed to my next door neighbour, Leanne, <laughs> in Parkdale. <laughs> so I look at him and I said, is this a joke? And he says, what are you talking no, about? I'm serious. <laughs> I said, do you know Leanne? And he goes, yes. I'm writing to her. I'm writing to her and she's my. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. No, that is a big story. That is a big, a big story. story. It's a big oh, story. I feel like I have to give you 10 out of 10 for that and that sucks. I hate giving you 10 for a story. I got a 10. Woo-hoo-hoo. That so, really actually gives me heart palpitations well, to give you 10 I think it that. deserves a 10. Yeah, um, so, so the thing about that night, sliding door moment, I could have not looked at the envelope or he could have given it to one of the other three. Yes. Or you could have, tell you what, you could have looked at the envelope, you know, an hour out uh, on the bus on the way back to Cairo going, damn. That's right. That's that, exactly right. That would have killed me. Because be- once we found out, we didn't go on the bus to Cairo. We mm-hmm. spent an extra five or six days down wow. in the Red Sea. And that he showed is sliding us- doors. Yeah, it was. It was an incredible moment. We had the best time. And I remember saying to Lisa, my friend who I was travelling with, I said, I'm not going back to Cairo. And she went, oh, neither am I. <laughs> and the other two New Zealanders who we would spend a lot of time with who were lovely looked at me and said, can we join in? I said, of course you can. So he took the four <laughs> of us under his wing with all these Egyptian mates. Sure. Had the best time. Oh, yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. That's my story. Great story. Well, Marie, before I do tell my story, I've Googled it and the word for the fear of not having any travel trips currently booked is trypophobia. Oh, so we weren't too far off. We were very close. (laughs) What did we say? No travel booked or what do we say? Yeah, some no uh, travel lack booked. of travel, lack of travel or something. <laughs> Some shit like we don't ever remember what anyway, we said. Trypophobia. That's us. That's, That's us. us. So on to my story. Oh. So so I got a ten. Just so you know. So there's a bit of pressure, but just there's take your no, time. There's no just pressure. Deep, just deep breathe and take your time. Because Shut up. <laughs> okay, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say I've told this story a lot, and it has never failed to get raucous laughter. Just saying. Okay, do I need but to get, I, do you I, already know do I, this do story. I need, do, so. I need, do I need to get some dubbing? <laughs> I need that clapping and stuff at the end. <laughs> oh, I need the Happy yeah. Days soundtrack. <laughs> do you remember Happy oh. Days when they had that audience? You know that I'm old. <laughs> Try I know Happy Days. <laughs> anyway, my story is I was 18 and leaving Adelaide three days after my 18th birthday and I had paid for my own trip, so I was on Yugoslav Airways. Now, the country itself doesn't exist anymore, much less the airline, right? So it was a wing and a prayer. 
we were pretty much very grateful to get there in the end. So, so when we, you, just well, yourself? you know, we as oh, in, as in the, the, plane, the, the flight the passengers. of people, I was by myself, okay. 18, and three days, 18. Just want to reconfirm that. Okay. Um, so how old were you? Shut your face. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of hours into the flight and needed the toilet. So I went to the toilet in the middle of the plane. Now, it was one of those toilets where instead of pushing the door in and it concertinas in, it was just a pull across door. It was just a slide across door. So I get into the toilet, slide the door across, lock it, pull my pants down and sit down on the loo. <laughs> That's oh, what just, you do, just, right? Just one I moment. just had to make as a, sure. As opposed to not pulling your pants Correct. down. Correct. Very interesting. Have Very. you ever done that? Have um, you ever sat on the toilet and accidentally not pulled your pants down? Oh, loads of times. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it then, wasn't this but, time. But that's not the story. Okay, okay. We'll move okay. on to that one. Anyway, so I, I had pulled my pants down. and Was the uh, toilet seat up or down? It was down. Okay. I remember it Good. so vividly. Anyway, so I'm sitting on the toilet and I look up and the mirror is in front of me and I think I can see people sitting in their seats. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened on yeah. Yugoslav Airways is that the door had come off its hinges at the back and had pulled across when I pulled it across and basically 350 people had just seen my bare butt sit on the toilet. Did I do a bit of a clap? Did I, there, was, there was a few wolf. No, I'm <laughs> joking. I, I quickly just slammed the door shut and I sat there and I remember looking at my reflection in the mirror thinking, what are your options, Kate? Uh, yes. What, what are your options? Yes, and what were they? Sitting there for the rest of the flight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long way. That was how, the first thing that popped how, into my head. How far were you There was the another flight? 13 hours. Okay, like that. so that's a long time to be um, waiting there. To there get... would have been a ring around my butt by that yeah, time. I think there would have been. Anyway. So, and then I thought, oh, you just got to go out there. See, imagine like thinking that moment of time sitting there going, what are my options? I know. And when I open that Constantina folder door. Yeah, it wasn't a Constantina door, it was a slide across door. Slide across door. So, once you open that slide across <laughs> door, imagine you'd get some eye contact. Yes. So, that's what I did. I spoke to myself and I was like, Kate, you'll never see these people in your life again. You know, you'll be lucky to arrive there because you are on Yugoslav Airways. Yes. So yes. just wash your hands and get out there and hold your head oh, high. I'm so glad you washed your hands. And at the time they wouldn't have had sanitizer. No. No. They had that pink, pink soap. Remember that, that pink soap? Stuff. Stinky oh, and soap. And that stupid little push, push thing yeah. that doesn't go for 20 seconds. And then you yeah. pull the paper out and you're not oh quite sure to put the paper down. And then down. it always has this sign saying, for the benefit of other passengers, please wipe out the sink. And nobody ever does except me, but. That's well, another story. I'm sure they do. I even did it on Yugoslav Airways, can I just say. Anyway, so I get up and I probably did wipe the sink, even though I was in the lowest levels of my mortification of my life and I still remember to wipe the sink. And so I open the door and I hold my head high and I walk outside and I raise my head and I'm looking at people in the eye and all I get is this one wry grin from this dude and I just wryly grinned back and sat in my seat and the world went on. And that's the thing. Like at the time when you go through those experiences where you think everybody's watching you and you feel at that point in your life mortified. I wish the floor would open up and, and I just swallowed. fall through it yeah. and just fall down into the sea. Into the abyss. Yes. It was probably Darwin at the time. <laughs> Which is, is that the abyss? <laughs> I was not going to say no, that. I love Darwin, actually. So no problem I know, with all it's that. on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's my horrifying, funny travel story. So you've shared a one in a million story. I've shared a, a funny that travel story. So what are we asking our listeners to do, Marie? Well, before we do that, I need to rate your story. Oh, yes, 10, the end. Right. No. What? It's um, actually a nine. 
because oh, I would want, off. yeah, no, not at all, because I would want more people to. Now, now because you've said piss off, I won't be able to listen to this on Spotify. I have a real problem with Spotify. <laughs> if you do any sort of swearing, it won't play. But didn't you say stuff it or something one time and that's. That, that was as well, yeah. yeah. I know. Anyway. Okay. Well, it was your fault the first time. Uh, so back time. to nine. I got nine because I was hoping more people in the um, plane would have seen your butt. All right. You can <laughs> shove the nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's actually really high for me. Okay. So I back to. So, so where you. So you should be grateful. So now we are off to the travel world. And I think what we should do is ask one of our banter listeners. Just one? Just one or two or three or four. Any of Any our ones. Well, we might have only well, got one. just have five. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got all the girls from the retreat, from Bass Retreats. Mm. So I would love, well, Kitty Cat and I would love you, banter listener, to write in a funny travel story that we can either share over the microphone or if you live in Bayside, you're more than welcome to come in and have a chat to Kitty Cat and I. In our studio, in which our now studio. has a plant. Thank you very much. Yes. So it's not as sterile as it was, but we would love you to come in and join us if you feel comfortable. If you don't, then we can read we'll out tell the, story. the story for you. So please go through Facebook or through our Bayside website. Bubble website um, and leave us. your story. Yeah. Please. That'd be great yeah. if you can do that. Now, I know there's a listener out there called Joe. And she's hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. We want Joe to come on board and um, either write us a story or come on board and chat to us here. Why do we want Joe to do that? Because she was the one that wanted to talk to us about travel. She oh, okay. was really keen for okay. us to talk about travel because she said we have so many stories. All right, Joe. Come on, Joe. The um, gauntlet has been thrown. It mm. has. So we need a prize though. We do. What about 50 buck voucher to a cafe in Brighton? Excellent. Great idea. Done. Done. We'll sort that out as well. Yeah, okay. awesome. Great. So thank you for listening to the Bayside Banter, but we have to talk about the next We do. Bubble. What is the next bubble, Marie Lacey? is talking all about dogs of Bayside with Kate Malarchik, who has set up the Bayside Dog Owners Group about five or six and years ago. Bayside cat and the Bayside group. Cat Lovers Group. But she doesn't really talk about that. that. That's another discussion, that was my I think. favourite. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have Kate on next week. We will. She was great to talk about, you know, just loving dogs and, and also looking after dogs and what they've meant to people in COVID as well. Yes. And we didn't steal her byline, but their byline is connecting the community yes. and ours is connection and community. So chicken and neck there. But yes, very, very along the same lines is why we're doing it. She's has managed that group for a long time and they've got some incredible stories of friendship and support there. So it was lovely talking to her. It was. Yeah. So, um, yes, jump on board to the Bayside Bubble next week to listen to the Bayside Dogs story. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, that's great. Well, what a great week we've had. Let's move on to next week. Um, thanks for the travel stories, Kitty Cat, even though it was a nine. And um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. Thank you to our platinum sponsor buxton real estate and to schism constructions you can follow us on facebook and insta or check out our website on www.baysidebubble.com.au it's always about www isn't it it always <laughs> <laughs>